You're listening to the Candid Confidence Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Pardee. I'm a spiritual life and business mentor, helping you create a life of freedom and purpose. On this podcast, we chat all things mindset, spirituality, and entrepreneurship. My job is to teach you how to believe in yourself, connect to yourself spiritually, and go after your big dreams. Girl, let's do the damn thing. This episode is sponsored by Premium Jane. Premium Jane is a CBD brand that I love because it's organic, made in the USA, and totally safe because it's made from plants. You know I'm all about holistic health and solving problems without adding chemicals and side effects to our bodies. But for those of you who aren't sure what CBD and all the hype around it is about, CBD is the second most prevalent active compound found in cannabis. This gives you some of the medical benefits of marijuana without the high. There are tons of studies that credit CBD with alleviating lots of problems, ranging from depression and sleep to even cancer. I love using Premium Jane's strawberry gummies for my own anxiety when I get caught up. The flavor is natural, and I only use one or two gummies at a time. I've also used CBD for physical pain. Another cool thing is that these gummies are even vegan. Other awesome products by Premium Jane include oils, topical creams, and even CBD bath bombs for your next self-care night. Okay, so if you've heard all the hype and are so ready to give CBD a try, I have a special promo code just for you for 20% off your next purchase of Premium Jane CBD. Just head to premiumjane.com or go to the link in my show notes and use code CONFIDENCE for 20% off your next purchase. Hello, and welcome back to the Canon Confidence Podcast. I'm your host, Leah, and I'm very, very, very grateful that you are here with me today and that you are listening. This episode is going to be really valuable for you. I know this because you go through circumstances that trigger you. You have things happen in life that stress you out, cause you to have anxiety, um, comparison. You're comparing yourself to others. We all are, right? We all deal with these things. And today we're going to talk about how to shift into trust that everything is working in your favor. I have been hearing about this concept for a long time and truly my whole life, you know, growing up in, growing up in Christianity, there was this whole thing where um, everything was happening for a reason. It's kind of like a universal belief system because it's in, you know, most religions, it's in so many different um, teachings. So I, I never understood it, and I started hearing about it in, in more of a spiritual way um, a couple years ago. I started learning about surrender and flow and all these things that sound so great, but I didn't know how to actually put it into practice. I didn't know how to actually believe that things are working out in my favor. I, I didn't really understand what it meant. It felt kind of um, naive, right, to think, oh, well, everything's working in my favor. Like, how? You know, like well, that's clearly not the case for some people, right? So it's kind of one of these things where it never made sense to me until recently. And I can tell you, this is one of the biggest things that has changed my entire life. My entire life is different and so much better now that I've truly embodied this and put it into practice. And whether or not you believe it's God or the universe making things happen or that there's some type of cosmic, you know, flows of life that where certain things happen in certain ways, whether or not you believe that it doesn't matter because this, this way of being will benefit you. 
no matter what your belief system is. So we're going to talk about how to trust that everything's working in your favor, how to surrender and how to get into flow and what all of that actually means. So stay tuned. Okay. So I (laughs) kind of yesterday got into a spiral that hasn't happened to me in a while. And it was a comparison spiral. Obviously, like I run an online business, right? And I run an Instagram page and I have a podcast and all these things. And that's my, my career, right? It's really important to me. It's, it's my life. Um, but it isn't my whole life for a long time though. It was, and that's kind of part of what we're going to be talking about is, is how to detach those different things from who we are, right? And um, one of my coaches that I was working with a few months ago when I was on vacation um, in Charleston, and I think it was in September, I was having a hard time like leaving work behind. I was kind of swept up and wanting to document everything and be on my phone working the whole time. And she said to me, but your business is not your life. It's part of your life, but it's not your whole life. And I was like, fuck, you're right. But to me, it felt like my business was my life because it's a very like lifestyle oriented situation, right? Um, So I kind of started to embody that. But recently, so this was yesterday, I got into like this big comparison spiral. I'm like looking at other people's Instagram pages and they have all these followers and they have all these likes and they have all these, I'm imagining they have so many more story views than I do. And I, I imagine that they're making all this money and things are just falling into their laps and that they have all these clients, right? And like those things may or may not be true because we don't really know. (laughs) Um, But either way, we start to compare and we start to make up these stories and we start to get into this narrative. And I was creating a narrative in my mind that people must not like me, right? My, I don't know why people are even hiring me. Um, I don't know why my clients like me. Like, I don't, I don't know if anyone even likes this podcast, right? I started like spiraling in my head in this way. And I'm kind of laughing about it now, but yesterday it felt very real. I was attached to those thoughts. Those thoughts felt like they were me, right? Um, I was one with those thoughts. I was one with this idea that uh, I should be further ahead by now is essentially the gist. Why am I not further ahead by now? Everyone else has more followers than me everyone else is blowing up and I'm not, uh, all these things. And so, um, I was on a call with a client last night and, and this client had just signed up for like a webinar thing I'm doing. And I'm thinking, why would she even want to do that? Like she already talks to me every week. And I had a thought of like, why, like, why do they like me? Like, I don't understand. And pretty quickly I realized when I had that thought, oh, oh, this is all just my ego, right? This is all just negative past programming that's coming up right now. It's not a fact, right? Like it's not a fact that my clients shouldn't like me or don't like me or my business is failing or that people don't like this podcast or that I should be further ahead, right? None of it's actually based on facts. It's just me being triggered by things and it's old programming that's based in I'm not good enough, right? It's some insecurities that are coming up that I need to deal with. And so I I realized, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. These thoughts are not me. Like, it's funny because you you can do all of the work and, and really get to a good place. And I was in such a good headspace for the past couple months. Really, the big shift for me was maybe like the end of December. 
I really, really shifted into a different place um, where I was detached from my thoughts. And I would have, if I had a negative thought come up, I, I heard, I almost like heard it in my head as separate from me. Like there's my soul and there's who I am. And then there's all like scientists have proven this. It's not like a woo woo thing. Like thoughts are old programming, right? They're not facts. We know that, but they feel like facts. But I had, I went through this whole like kind of like third awakening, as I call it, where I started to hear my thoughts separate from me. And that's a very important and wonderful place to be in. And I was so like just at joy with life and one with life and everything felt so good. And then I, you know, kind of started to spiral um, a few weeks ago where I kind of slipped out of that a little bit. And since then, some things have happened in my life where I'm, you know, working on getting back to that place. But the, the point is, it's all about getting back faster. It's all about moving through the circumstances that life gives us faster. We're all going to have circumstances, negative thoughts. We're going to have comparison. We're going to have all these things happen, but how can we move through them? And that's kind of what flow is all about. Flow is all about riding the waves of life. Flow it, flow and surrender is a decision you make to ride the waves of life, knowing that they're going to be there, knowing that there's going to be ups and downs, accepting them, accept, accepting the circumstances of life so that we can just be at peace with life and be at peace with our circumstances and accept what comes our way and move accordingly, right? With And the opposite would be every single circumstance happened that happens, triggers us and we get mad and angry and we freak out and we go into a spiral and it's really hard to get out of that spiral and that's how most people live their lives, right? So anyways, I moved through that last night. I did some journaling around it. I did some meditating. I, I really just brought awareness to it. And then today I'm, I was feeling much better and I was like, okay, uh, now I can look at that situation um, even from the past couple of weeks and say, wow, I learned something. I moved through a wave of life. It's just one of the obstacles that comes along with the journey. The journey of life is going to have ups and downs and obstacles. My client was here the other day, um, a past client of mine to visit, and we were talking, she was, she told me her favorite book is the Lord of the Rings series. And she was saying how she loves to see like the hero's journey and how it's so full of obstacles and ups and downs. And every movie has this, right? Every book has the person going through challenges for one, because everyone goes through challenges, but also there would be nothing. It would be so boring to watch someone's life unfold and nothing happened and nothing got in their way. And ever, they just got into the perfect marriage and nothing ever happened. And then they had the perfect career and their dream job right after college. And there would be nothing there because there'd be no excitement. And so why can't we embrace the obstacles of life? Why can't we look at the, the, the quote negative circumstances that we're given and just ride the wave, right? And just see it as a as just part of life. It's so hard to do that. And I think it's I think it's harder. This could be, this is totally my speculation, but I think it's harder the more almost the more first world our problems are when we're so used to having all of our physiological needs met right? We have a roof over our head. We know that we will have a roof over our head. You know, um, there's safety nets in place, right? Like 
a lot of us have family. If at the end of the day, if everything truly went wrong, we could maybe move in with a friend or a family member, right? Like we pretty much know we're not going to end up homeless on the street, starving to death, right? But so our needs are met for most of us that are listening. Our needs are, are very much met, right? We have some income that can cover everything and then some, but we have all these first world problems. We're comparing ourselves to someone else. We gained 10 pounds. We, you know, are having a difficult time in our relationship. Uh, we don't have enough friends, right? Like it's first world problems. And because we're so used to having our actual needs met, we create all these problems around our psyche, around our ego. And it's cra it's crazy what we do. But anyway, so today I was like, okay, I know that the things that have been ups and downs in my business, for example, they're things that I am here to teach on. If I had not gone through periods where I had launches that flopped and where I've, and I've had months where I didn't make any money and I've had, you know, the first year of my business was really hard. I didn't have many clients. Like if I hadn't gone through those things, I wouldn't have much, much real things to teach my clients. I wouldn't be able to relate to my clients. Right. If I just lived a perfect life with no ups and downs and no obstacles, I can't teach the surrender that I'm teaching. Like I can't teach anything to anyone because they wouldn't be able to relate. They wouldn't be, they wouldn't, there would be nothing there. So because of how these ups and downs and, and kind of like started from the bottom with like my business and all of that, I can teach on that to my business clients. Right. Um, and to my spiritual mentoring clients that maybe don't have an online business. I can still teach like the, the embracing the ups and downs. I can teach overcoming comparison and self-doubt and teach confidence because I've been through the insecurities. So I know that for me, I'm going through these experiences so that I can teach on them, but we're all going through experiences so that we can learn and grow and better ourselves. And it really, really makes life a lot more fun when you can look at it that way, right? We have, we can appreciate when things go right because they've gone wrong in the past. I, one of my first jobs after college, I was working in a hospital. It was a terrible job. I had to like chase cockroaches and like I was on call. I'd get calls at three in the morning. Like I was managing a department with 80 people who were very difficult to deal with. And I had to fire people that just were in terrible circumstances in their lives. But that made me appreciate my next job so much more. Like as soon as I stopped working weekends, I was like, oh yes, like, okay, like cool. You know, we can, we can appreciate things because we they're better than things were. If I, if I had had, let's say like a super wealthy husband where I didn't have to work for a year while I was building my business and maybe I could have just quit my job and built my business and not needed the income. First of all, I wouldn't have had the motivation to make my business work. Let's be real, because that takes some dedication and that takes a lot of like you just would want to give up. If you didn't have a need there, you'd probably give up. But also like that situation where I worked full time, I had a super stressful job and I was building my business and I was so it was so overwhelming. But now I can appreciate the freedom right? I can appreciate the freedom because I worked so hard for it. And because I know what it's like to not have that. So why would I want to take that obstacle away from myself? Why would I want to go back in time and just have quit my job right away and not needed the money and everything would just have been fine? Like that would have taken something really valuable away from me. So looking back on your life, 
what are the things that, you know, at the time weren't going according to plan or sucked or whatever, or things didn't go right, but it actually ended up working out better for you. I want you to think about that. Um, something that comes to mind is my husband really wanted this job. This was maybe two years ago or something like that. A year or two ago, maybe it was a year ago. I don't know. It was, it was before COVID. Um, anyways, he really wanted this job that he, with what he does, he's an electrician. There, there's, there's not like a ton of options that pay what he makes. And it's, it's not like he has a college degree where he can go all these different directions. Right. So this job came along and seemed like the perfect fit. He wanted it so bad and he really thought he was going to get it and he didn't get it. And it was very disappointing. And it was like, why? And blah, blah, all these things. Well, several months later, COVID happened. All those people that got that job, everyone that worked that position got laid off. He would have gotten laid off. Meanwhile, um, a few months after he didn't get that job, he ended up getting a raise at work, like a significant raise. And then COVID happened and COVID didn't affect his industry. So it was better that he didn't get that job, right? <laughs> um, whenever I was, whenever I was, so excited to quit my job the first time that I was going to quit. I've told this story on the podcast before, but basically I went into, I, I took my sales team out for happy hour. I was like, Hey guys, on Monday I'm quitting. Like I'm have this business. I, you know, have been keeping it a secret for obvious reasons. And I was so excited. And then that weekend was when COVID really happened here in the States and uh, things were kind of going to shit. And I decided I better not quit my job and whatever. And I was devastated. Like I was so devastated and it's sad to look back on how upset I was now because it's like, Leah, really? Like I, I used to just make everything be a melodrama and I just, it was so crazy. It's crazy to look back on yourself through the stages of growth and think, wow, I can't believe I was like that. <laughs> and this was a year ago. But I was, I made it a huge deal. I was devastated, but I ended up like getting sent home from work. So like we, we worked in an office and we all got sent to work from home. I couldn't really do my job though from home with what I did. So I was basically getting paid for a few more months to be home doing nothing where I could work on my business while still working my nine to five and getting paid. So had, so had I been able to quit that day and my magical situation would have unfolded in my head like I would have missed out on some nice money coming in, right? I would have missed out on a pretty good situation that I got handed. Uh, so looking back, a lot of the times when we think things are going to shit, they're actually working in our favor. And, and that might not be the case in every single situation, or sometimes we can't see that yet. But I don't care whether or not you believe that things are actually being orchestrated by someone or some force of nature it is still so much better to embrace the flow of life because when we decide things are the end of the world, we waste a lot of our energy. Uh, so I, if you've listened to the podcast for a long time, you might know the story about my teeth. And so basically my teeth, like they aren't bad, like they really aren't bad, but for my whole life, they were a huge cause of insecurity for me. I just wanted perfect teeth. Um, and you know how like celebrities all have perfect teeth and it's because they, a lot of them have veneers, right? Because if you're like a child actor and you don't have perfect teeth, you're going to get veneers. Like you're going to get your teeth made to look perfect with however they put something artificial on your teeth to make them look perfect or whatever. That's what I wanted. I wanted to look perfect. I wanted celebrity perfect teeth. 
And so <laughs> um, this was right before I started my blog. I was saving up. I was like ready to spend all this money to get these veneers and have these perfect teeth. And then I started thinking about other things I could do to my body. I could get rid of the stretch marks on my ass. I could get rid of cellulite. I could do all these procedures that like the Kardashians get. And I, and I eventually realized, oh, and I had my tooth appointment scheduled and I was like, fuck, this is a never ending cycle, isn't it? This is just a thing where I'm going to get my teeth fixed. And I'm going to find something else that needs fixed. And I'm never going to be happy if I go down this path. And I, I'm so grateful that I had that realization. I didn't move forward with the teeth thing or any of the procedures that I was planning. And I just decided to let go. And I decided, you know what? I can just start to love myself the way I am. I can just stop focusing on my insecurities. And so that led to me starting the blog and wanting to share all of this and, and everything. Um, anyways, a few months ago, I had to have a tooth pulled and I was devastated, you guys. This was, I don't know, this was maybe August or something. September, like something like that. I had to have a tooth pulled. I, I don't even think I've talked about this yet. I was crying in the dentist chair. I was like, I can't have a missing tooth. Cause they were like, you're going to have to wait like six months to get a replacement tooth or whatever the thing is. I was like, I can't do that. I have to be on camera, like for my job. Like I just can't have a missing tooth. I came home. I was crying so hard you honestly, if you saw me, you would have thought like someone close to me died. That's how my reaction was because it was, it was an ego problem, right? My ego was the one that was hurting because what are people going to think, right? It was, uh, it, my physical appearance is so important, all this bullshit. And it's funny because you can't really tell the tooth is missing. I mean, you can definitely tell if you see me in person and I'm like laughing because it's like on the side of my mouth, but you can't really tell if I'm face to face with a camera and talking. Um, but you can tell in, in real life and I am getting a replacement tooth put there. But it's, it's funny because when that happened, I just thought it was the end of the world. But doing this work and luckily I, you know, I'm doing, I'm responsible for my mindset and I knew that at the time. So pretty quickly I decided to let go and I decided to surrender to the situation and I decided it would all be fine and whatever. And I let go. And it's what happened since is it very quickly led me down a path of, of learning just how attached I was to my physical appearance. And you know, I talked about this with my journey of, of letting go of makeup. Um, yeah, I, I talked about this with my journey recently of letting go of makeup. For me, that was very symbolic because I, I, I always knew I was super obsessed with physical appearance, but it was something I didn't want to mess with. It was something I was afraid to work on. It didn't really even occur to me to work on it because I didn't really see people working on that. I didn't hear about it. Everyone just seemed to embrace like being obsessed with the way that we look on the outside. But I was reading the, um, I was reading, I think it was the surrender experiment, perhaps. I forget which book it was, but it talked about like makeup as something that makes us comfortable and it talked about letting go of the things that are making you comfortable so that you can like really connect with who you are and let go of your ego and so i decided to do that experiment but anyways it's led to me letting go of so much comparison now 
you know, it's just led me to be happier because when, when I'm have when I'm, when I'm comparing myself to others constantly and I'm obsessed with the way that I look on the outside, that's not me being happy, right? That's me being obsessed with something that's just my ego. So this is, this is exactly by the way, what we're going to cover in my new group coaching program, the awakened soul. So it's 10 weeks of weekly group calls. Uh, with training topics, with um, q and you're going to have individual support from me. We're going to go really deep into spiritual mindset growth. We're shedding layers of ego, which means letting go of things like perfectionism and people-pleasing and comparison. We're going to work on how exactly to let go of those things. And your true confidence, your authentic confidence is already within you. We just have to peel back these layers of who that who society has told us we have to be, right? We're going to dive into mindfulness and we're going to practice mindfulness daily through implementing practices that aren't going to take up much of your time. I know you guys are busy. That's kind of the point, but I teach you how to implement these things into your day so you can let go of overthinking because overthinking is clouding your intuition, right? And it's causing a lot of stress and anxiety in your life over your circumstances. So when we learn to let go of the overthinking and all these things that are in the way, we get you back in touch with your soul. And that's where your authentic confidence is. And you can live a happier life while working on your dreams and getting you a lot closer to them through learning to listen to your intuition and let go of all of this ego that's surrounding you. So if that interests you, if you're like, yes, I need to dive into this work, I want the support and accountability of, of to make real changes, spots are limited in this group and we start in just a few weeks. So I'm going to put the link in the show notes. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out. I'm on Instagram at canon.confidence. Reach out with any questions. I'm so excited to teach this group and change some lives. We're going to dive really deep and I'm going to hold you accountable to making these mindset changes. So yeah, it's going to be awesome. So what does it look like to be in flow and to be surrendered? What does it feel like? What does it look like? I can't say that I'm perfect with this. Obviously, I still, you know, I still go into spirals. I still have things happen where I have to catch myself and put myself back into the vibe. And But in the past few months, I've really embodied this. And it's all about learning to let go faster, right? When our circumstances, so we, we think that our circumstances are causing our stress and anxiety. And I know that this is hard to hear. Some people aren't ready for, to hear this, but it's not our circumstances. It's our reaction to them. It's our perspective. Really, it's our mindset. Your mindset is the thing causing you stress and anxiety, not your circumstances. And when we change the way we view the world and we change the way we encounter the waves of life, the circumstances, we stop being so consumed by all the negativity that's coming from that. And what happens when we let go of the overthinking and let go of being consumed with this negativity, we can make better decisions because we'll have a clear and open mind. We can follow our intuition and let me tell you, life gets to be so much more fun, so much more joyful. Um, it's just you feel free because you know that no matter what happens, you're going to be able to make it work in your favor. You're going to encounter the waves of life, but you know that you can have fun riding those waves because you're going to let go. 
And sometimes you'll get swept up. Sometimes that wave will crash right over you and you'll go into a spiral, but you'll, you'll be able to come back up and you know you always can. You always know you will, right? And so how the heck do we get to a point of being surrendered like that? It's a practice. It's a practice. And that's why most people will never, ever get to this point because they're not willing to do the work. And that's why I'm so passionate about working with my clients one-to-one and having groups like the Awakened Soul, because that's where you're really propelled into taking the action and practicing the stuff, right? It's easy to listen to the podcast and read the books, but it's harder to, to actually do the inner work. And to hold yourself accountable to consistently doing that work to see the big changes. So I have some homework for you. Um, Your homework is to practice surrendering. You're going to look for a situation that's this week coming up. Or if it's something in the coming weeks, if, if this week looks perfect to you and you think there's no waves or obstacles coming, something coming up for you where you know you'll be triggered. This could be an encounter with a certain person, right? Maybe there's a meeting with your boss. Uh, I used to practice this with one of the vice presidents that would come and like interrogate me practically at work. Maybe you're going to hang out with a group of friends and you know there's going to be a girl there who triggers you. Or maybe it's a family member that you're going to see and you just know they're going to bring up politics and you're going to feel so triggered and mad and you don't feel like dealing with it, right? Okay, so maybe you've already identified the situation. (laughs) If not, keep thinking about it. I want you to look forward to that situation because it's happening for your growth. Our triggers are there to help us grow. And when you get to that situation, when you get to your in-law's house or when you get to that party and you know your social anxiety is gonna flare up or, or you get to work and you have that scary presentation, I want you to practice letting go. So that could mean taking some deep breaths to release the negativity. That could mean bringing awareness to the feelings that are coming up inside of you. I want you to let go of the situation and the ego around it, right? And I know it's so much easier said than done, and that's true. But that's why this is called a practice. (laughs) And just, just start to look at each situation like that. Like, how can I learn from that? How can I take that trigger and know that it's for my growth? How can I do that, right? And when you're in the situation, practice letting go. And when you start to get that stress and it's freaking you out, breathe, right? And open your heart and just feel feel protected and let go of trying to control the situation, trying to change the other person's mind, right? Just let go. And if you're like, Leah, I can't do this alone, but I want to change my life. I want to be free and flowy and happy and surrendered. Join us in the awakened soul. You're not going to want to miss this. This is going to change your life Um, because so many of us do need that support. I've needed it. I've taken many courses and had coaches and all the things. So look for a situation, practice letting go, practice embracing the waves, ride the waves of life. Life is beautiful when you start to live this way. Okay. Thank you for listening. If you have been impacted by this podcast and you want to help me spread the word, go ahead and take a screenshot, share on your Instagram, tag me. I'm at candid.confidence. And while you're at it, drop me a rating or a review. I am so grateful for to, uh, to you guys who helped me spread the word about this podcast. I love all of you so much. Thank you for listening. And please stay tuned because the coming episodes are going to be all about making your life better 
And you have that power within you. 